Welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us on the Doc Talk podcast. I am Chris, your host, along with my good friend Darren Cryle. Darren, what's going on, dude? Well, you know, just hanging out, man. Got uh, Kevin Nakata in studio today. Yep. What's up? Back by popular demand, Mr. Kevin Nakata. What's going on, Kevin? What's shaking? Uh, man, just fishing. Lots of fishing going on, and the mm-hmm. weather is just awesome. There's so much flat water out there, and I mean, this week until we get to next week. So yeah, by yeah. that time, people have heard the podcast and they're going, "What's all this great fishing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's 25 knot winds out there. So <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I know Kevin's been on the podcast for, gosh, three or four, a handful of times, too many to count. He's pretty much a, a, co- a co-host with us now. But we also wanted to dive into a topic that um, has been pretty popular in the last couple of years, which is slow-pitch fishing. Mm. SPJ. Yes, SPJ. And, Kevin, you actually rep Submission Fishing. I do. And they specialize in slow pitch fishing. Yes. So Mike Muto, who's the owner and the uh, basically the um, I would I would definitely say he is the inspiration behind using slow pitch jigs for spotted bay bass. He really developed like a a brand. He developed a um, killer set of jigs that are out there ranging from 20 gram all the way up to 600 gram coming soon. So this man has made a lot of different varieties of jigs, different colors, different ways they fall. And it's starting to grow, man. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I, I before I was actually using his product, I wasn't using slow pitch jigs enough. I just wasn't interested. And um, now it's changed. Yeah. Well, run us through slow pitch fishing, the whole concept, the gear type, all that stuff. So it depends on what you're talking about. Because slow pitch, the slow pitch jigging can really range from more of a snappy um, Texas rig flipping style when you're fishing docks with those 20-gram and 40-gram jigs mm-hmm. all the way up to a 600-gram where it's tuna and you're just getting hit in the fall and then maybe you're working it slowly through the column, doinking as we've heard it. <laughs> yeah. um, from Tony, and uh, she she definitely went over a lot of detail with how they fish tuna slow pitch jigging. Uh, what episode was that? Oh man, it was probably it's a month it, ago. Yeah, about a month ago. It's titled "Little Footballs." There you go. Should have called it "Doinking." Doinking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so if anyone wants to go and and re- refresh their brain on some tuna fishing oriented techniques, I would encourage them to listen to that podcast. Um, Doc Talk, CCA. There is a lot of variety in how these things are fished. But the, the, the standard is really finding a jig with a good slow fall. It's usually got assist hooks, no trebles. Maybe a single hook on the thing if you're fishing for a big tuna like a jobu or something like that. But that is that is really not the way you're supposed to rig it up. So the concept behind slow pitch fishing is you want something that goes through the water slow, but you have a heavy weight. So while you're trying to fish slow, you also have a 220 gram, which is a little over, I think it's almost 10 ounces mm-hmm. um, or close to maybe eight ounces. That's not, a heavy. Not light. Not light. Yeah. You're using so, a heavy jig. Does it does it go slow because of the way it flutters in the water? It just yes. stays in the water column a little more? Or? The way that a slow pitch jig falls with the... Uh, way that it's designed like a it depends because every slow pitch jig is different 
they all fall certain ways. And so you can get ones that do a, a straight horizontal shimmer and shimmy backwards like a squid or a dying bait fish all the way to just a vertical jig that's like a fast pitch, um, sort of like a slow pitch jig, but not really. It's like in between uh, slow pitch fat and vertical jigging. Right. So um, there's almost no flutter. It's just straight down, but you're trying to work the jig with a squid-like or a um, feeding bait fish-like action. And the real reason why the fish eat it is because um, along with uh, this action, you get these dangling hooks that are just like gimmies. They, for some reason, they go after them. So that's not just the jig, it's the hook. Um, there's, it's an appeal. They have to eat something off the jig. Maybe they'll eat the jig, but most likely they're going to hit the hook in the jig or the, the hook. They really like those dangling hooks. So, um, the basic concept behind it is you lift the rod with this rod is very bendy on a normal slow pitch jigging rod. And I mean, talking like you look at somebody's rods, you're like, do you got, are you fishing with an ultralight trout rod? <laughs> like things almost always bent, but you're trying to get a springy motion mm-hmm. so that the way you work the jig is very fluid. It's very smooth. So you're trying to always keep tension on the jig as you're lifting the jig slowly, vertically with maybe two to three foot movement. Sometimes more. Some people do it crazy five to sit and work really hard to work the jig. I don't like to do that because I like to fish a jig a lot. Um, I'm doing it, especially like a 130 to 220 gram. Uh, the javelin is what I use for like that kind of style, like a traditional style slow pitch jigging method. You're fishing on rocks anywhere from 400 all the way to like 100 feet. And you're just lifting with your left arm, not not pumping fast. You're just lifting and winding at the same time as you take lifts. And every time you drop the rod, you're just basically catching up lines. So the whole thing is just slowly jumping through the water column upwards vertically. You know, I would say at a rate of five feet every second that's about typical hmm. it's very slow it's not a yo-yo style um and what this is trying to do is give the fish a different look uh the amount of weird strange looks i've ever had doing this in local waters is just countless people look at me from their boats they're gone they're just start laughing because <laughs> you just look ridiculous you know hey but a it, new technique it gets bit it's wild. The thing catches a variety of fish too. I think with the uh, the coastal social coming up, that's a, I'm gonna try and fish that way. Yes. I haven't done it yet. Sand bass, love them. Yeah, the 130 javelin. I'll get you. I'll hook you up. Submission okay. fishing company. Okay. Man, it's good. the The sand bass go. They trip out on it. You gonna do the coastal social? I can't. Uh, I I had to break the news to you guys. I wanted to tell you before the podcast, but <laughs> I have a sand nick uh, trip I have to do for my buddy who passed away. So we're doing a little memorial priorities, man. I'm going to be there for the uh, September, right? The September, September 17th. Yeah, I will be there. September. That one. I'm going to go there and win. I mean, sorry, <laughs> I'm going to support September is Long Beach, right? September is San Diego, San Diego. Yeah. So April so 30th is April 30th is the Long Beach, the okay. North North tournament out of Long Beach where the weigh in is going to be at 22nd Street Landing, San Pedro. Um, that's going to be super fun. Uh, before we get into Coastal Social, though, Darren, a couple weeks ago, um, I had the pleasure of um, tossing a couple casts with Kevin at the uh, at the Kona Kai. 
and he was showing me showing off those. I think it was like a twenty gram jig or a thirty gram or something, something small. No, no, it was ten. Ten. Yes, that Even was a smaller. that was a prototype. Wow. Well, so anyway, I got to actually see these jigs flutter and all that. Absolutely amazing. Really. I'm gonna excuse the fact that uh, we did. I did catch a mackerel and it just basically shat all over me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. He's like walking down the Konakai with this smell that's just chasing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of the game, man. Part of the game. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Coastal Social, the North Tournament. Um, basically, a little background. We ended up starting CCA started this tournament um, back in 2021 with AFCO. And, uh, it was, it was great. Uh, basically the whole idea behind it was, um, actually based off of the, uh, coast or the Calico conservation, um, story with Greg Garfinkel, who we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, basically me and, uh, our, our good friend, Matt Florentino kind of, you know, sat around and we're trying to think of what we can do to, to help promote this brand. And we came up with coastal social, this tournament series. So it's strictly catch and release for Calico's or any saltwater bass for that matter. And uh, it's been fun. With been prizes really, really fun. on the line, right? Prizes, yeah. So all the revenue goes towards goes back to CCA, which is great. Um, but last year we had some some pretty cool prizes. This year we're, um, we're actually going to give away, you know, we, we kind of did a survey with all the anglers who participated last year. It turns out that the prizes were, they were absolutely great, all sponsored by AFCO, Okuma, Daiwa, um, Promar, all those guys, and um, we're actually going to give away specialized, customized coastal social plaques um, to hang in your trophy room. I thought so. you were about to say you're going to do the, you're going to give away uh, Benny Florentino's Awesome Ranger, and I was going to be like, <laughs> I changed my mind, I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh my gosh, I got to fish with him a couple of days ago, and I saw that, that that boat is badass. I saw the crankbait fishing you're doing too. Oh, my arms are still sore. <laughs> it's on. How many crankbaits did you lose? Uh, actually, I think I only casted off one or lost one, but then it ended up floating to the top and we recovered it. You're lucky. I know. I yeah. know. It's, did you guys fish the wall at all? We fished the wall in the morning just to wait out the fog, but, um, but ended up going up the coastline all the way up to Santa Monica pier and back and fish PV and all that. Absolutely. It looked flat. Yeah. It was grease. Yeah. Absolutely grease. If, for those of you who've never fished with. Captain Benny Florentino on his boat on that Ranger. Do yourself a favor, go fishing with him. It's absolutely 100% worth every penny. And I mean, that boat is just badass in itself, too. It's all AFCO wrapped, and the platform is unbelievable. And, you know, Benny's such a great guy, too. Benny and Matt and, and Super all those nice guys. guys. Super nice. Yeah. And, and they know their Calico. Yeah. yeah. They know their Calico like they know the roads of LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And uh, we'll we'll get those guys on the podcast here too. I know um I know Benny's kind of on the schedule and and so is Matt. So anyway, back to Coastal Social. It's going to be a fun event, fun two events. Um, North North tournaments coming up April thirtieth. Registration is available online at coastalsocial.org. Um, it's fifty bucks for CCA members, so that's good. Um, really, kind of the way that we designed it was. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of uh, bass tournaments uh, or tournament series or whatnot, the SPS being, um, you know, the most notable. But this is obviously a tournament series, but also one that's not um, as intense or as intimidating or whatnot to go join because you're basically fishing with professionals um, over on those tournaments. But really, it's kind of your 
entry level tournament um, to where all you're doing is going out having fun and uh, spreading the word about CCA and uh, calico conservation. Sing- single man tournament. Uh, single man teams, um, teams of three on the boat side, single kayaks. Um, so we, we have a kayak side and a boat side, and um, it's going to be fun. The boat division is two, three man teams, right? Correct, yeah. Or up two. Up two, yeah. You're probably going to want three people. It's nice to have multiple rods out there fishing. So yeah. more, more lines yeah. in the water. Artificial better. only? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. artificial. I mean, it's the only way to fish, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> well, it's it's for if you're coming on my boat, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about uh, Kevin's boat, and he actually removed his bait tank from his boat. Yeah. Rightfully so. It, 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 and you know what? It's so interesting. People come on, they're like, when, when are we going to go pick up bait or what are we going to do? Because I drive right by the bait barge. I'm like, uh, we're not fishing bait, <laughs> yeah. buddy. We're going bait. straight out. It's the, iron or die. So. The baits are in my tackle bag. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that people um, need to try just breaking out of the mold, man. It's yeah. There's so much cool lures out there. Slow pitch jigging is going to take off, man. It, you watch that. I think so. It's just so good. It's, it's very good, and um, it catches everything. And it just got to have the right rod. You know, you can't yeah. go into it with uh, the same setup I'm going to La Jolla with. You can't go to do tuna with because if you hook a 200, you're just going to get mowed. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there's no way. So but uh, uh, you're so the coastal social is going to be interesting because you have up to you can catch spotties. You can catch calico. You can catch sand bass. There's probably not going to be anybody throwing in the top 10 people are not going to be putting any spotties in. I would be blown Not away. Long Beach, it's going to be sand bass, I bet. It's going to yeah. be sand bass or calico. Yeah. Because calico yeah. is, they get big. And, and so I actually had a discussion with someone the other day. I forget who. I think it was Lane. Anyways, can you go to the islands? Yeah. So, so that's a whole nother part I, of it. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, so we actually had, I want to say actually it was Benny. Um, we had teams go out to SCI. Oh, no sure. doubt. Oh, yeah. If you're going to go and catch calicos, well, I'm just going to shut up because (laughs) I don't want to give to everyone's, you know, it's, it's a strategy. Didn't the winning team go to SCI last year? Isn't that what I wouldn't doubt it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Who was it? Um, actually I'll have to check at the results, but it was reigning champs. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a big bag? So 25 pound. So the North event, I'm looking at the website, the Northern event results on the boater side. So the team side was. Team Reyes swim baits, mm, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, with seventeen point five four pounds. Oh, that yeah, that's that's pretty good. What and what time of year was that? Uh, that was the same time frame, so April. I think there's gonna be a twenty twenty five pound bag. Yeah. You'll probably see double the participation. You're gonna see a lot more people charging it out there if the weather's good. Yeah. If you get absolutely crummy weather, uh, there'll be more sand bass probably. I might not even fish because Davy Brown's taking care of the way, and he says he can be bought. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, let's see what happens. What is what does Davey want? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to send him a text real quick. Yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned, Darren, Davey Brown is gonna be waymaster this year. We're super, super stoked to have him. He fished both tournaments last year, I think. And um, overall, good dude. And uh, great fisherman. Great fisherman as well. He's fishing the kayak and and all that. Super, super kayak, uh, kayak angler. Um, also to ran out the Northern results last year, it was team Landisfeen with uh, 16.68 and then followed by team ballast point, 
um, with 15.3. Oh, that's right. They did fish that. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I mean, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to get everyone out um, just to go bass fishing to really kind of support the cause, support CCA and all that. And really, it's it's fantastic. Um, Also, one thing to note, um, the big fish on the on the north side on the northern tournament, the best fish came from Team Wilson, Brett Wilson, Keith Michael with a seven point eight one pounder. Wow. Was that a sand bass? I think so. If I remember, if memory serves me right, that's a giant. Yeah, that's almost. That's probably going to be a twenty-five inch sand bass. Probably. Yeah. Close to it. That that's that's monstrous. Yeah, and then. Um, and this is all weigh-in fish, right? You're not going to be catch, oh, photo, release, except for the, the kayaks. kayaks. Yes, yeah. and I was just about to say. So the kayaks last year, um, our good friend Jim Salazar weighed in, and uh, he ended up getting the top. Um, he basically was the top angler and the big fish with, um, overall with the 51 and a quarter inch, um, for the kayaks. And nice. that's a, that's some good fish right there. For how many? Three fish? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good actually. Yeah. That. And also he managed, <laughs> if I remember correctly, he also managed a decent, uh, rock cod bag too while he was out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is a, he loves the rock fishing. He yeah. loves the bonito too. And his big fish was 18 and a half inches. Wow. Yeah. So it probably was sand bass. Yeah. I, yeah. And yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Bottom line, though, I mean, it's going to be great fishing, hopefully. And oh. it's it's a great, like I said, great tournament to be involved with. Um, great tournament so to put on. Where Where is the best place to launch a uh, kayak I mean, for Long Beach, if if the weigh-in's gonna be, at, I, I uh, don't think I should tell people. <laughs> I know, but I don't think I should tell people because it's it's really up to the tournament anglers. Like I'm not participating in it, so well, I don't want to. You're not telling. You're telling me because I need to know. <laughs> I, I I I've never launched my kayak at a Long Beach. Are you gonna fish the tournament? Yes, in the kayak. Yes, Cabrillo. Okay, there you go. That's the. I mean, it's just it. It's most people are gonna do it. It yeah. depends on what you're trying to do, though, because some some guys are not gonna fish the wall and they're not gonna fish outside. They're gonna be in a different place, so they is leave. Cabrillo leave. is that right off the land or is that a, an actual ramp? Uh, it's a ramp. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's it's good. You'll like it. Um, convenient. It's I think it's paid to park though, so you'll be paying to park. But hey, you know that's pretty reasonably priced. But. Um, there, there's a couple of different ways to fish the harbor. I think some guys are actually going to give it a shot. Um, it's such a big harbor, man. If you can mm-hmm. find those big well, fish laid up against structure, I, you're going to get them. I should retract my statement. I don't. I'm going to fish it. I don't know if it's going to be on the kayak. If I can get Steve to fish it and we can take his boat, then. Man, come on. You just suckered me out of some valuable information. You're not even well, going to fish wow. kayak. I, well, I, you told I me to fish kayak. How could you? Now you, have, you are. There is. I need to know for further reference, further, for no, the future. Oh, man. Okay, well, now we're going to hold you to fishing kayak and boat division. Right. So you have to make both those both happen the same day. Kevin, he just did you dirty, man. <laughs> but, hey, be, before we go any further, man, let's, uh, let's try to get the uh, likes up on our, our follows on the uh, our Instagram, we got a Okuma 200 we're giving away. We get the 500. We're going to give that away. And 501. Komodo. Our, a Komodo 200, yes. yeah. And at 501, our good friend Jeff Squires from One Cool Tuna gave us a jig to give away at that point, too. And also, be on the lookout for our new merch. going to be dropping here real soon. 
Uh, we're going to have a new, well, first T-shirt for the podcast, actually. Look forward to seeing that on the website. Mm-hmm. It's, I think every single bass fisherman, saltwater bass guy is going to look at that and go, yeah, I want that. I hope so. If you look at our cover uh, photo for the podcast, it's going to be a, a rendition of that logo. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, it's uh, the the information that you provide in every single podcast you do, Darren and Chris. It's just awesome. People come from this. I mean, we hail on last last week. Mm-hmm. Man, he was cool. Hey, that's number two in our top 10 right now. I bet. He's oh, and you know, the information. Got to give it to Kevin, too, because your episode just hit 100, 100 uh, listens, 100 downloads. Where am I? Number one. Oh, yeah. So this number is going to be the number three or number two spot after my <laughs> other one. <laughs> <Well>, Beat Hale. <laughs> Hale's such a good fisherman, though. Man, his boat is so cool, too. Every time, it's the most identifiable sport fishing vessel. I was going to say, your name came up. We have to do kayak mothership trips yeah, this year. Yeah, we did talk boat. about that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, can you imagine what Clemente is going to offer? Oh. Especially if, if, he, I'm just saying. if he limits it to four people. Like he was talking about. Yeah, that, that's that's. I've talked to him about that a few times. Yeah, and I think that he's going to be very busy. That's mm-hmm. going to be a a good deal right there. People have no idea what it's like out there on a kayak because right. you could sit up on the lee side any day, any mm-hmm. day of the week in the yeah. year, yep. and you're going to be fishing in a swimming pool with calicos and yellows swimming around you. I get what makes it nice. I guess he has a pick on the boat. A what? A pick, so you can a just hoist. like a, a hoist. Like hoist? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not just throwing your kayak out there and watching it float away while you're trying to get on it. Having been on many, uh, you know, trial and other uh, trial and error trips on mothership boats of all sorts, working for Hobie for nine and a half years, I have seen some great ways and I've seen some terrible ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And the le- the less amount of people you have to bring in to be able to do it, the better off you're going to be putting money on the on the table. Yeah. So, yeah. if he can do it with pick, and he can get. People on and off the water, especially pro angler owners, you will have a lot of business because a lot of pro angler owners out there and they do not have another boat to go fish. So there's a lot of good ways to you. There's easy ways to lift it on off the water with a hoist and especially a pro angler. Um, it's a heavy boat. You're not going to want to lift that up and down with two people all no. day. Trust um, me. You don't No. So Kevin, what we'll do is and we need your help who's listening out there if you are interested in doing a kayak mothership trip and all things work out and everything everything all is crystal clear kevin would you be interested in doing a kayak mothership trip associated with uh, doc talk oh yeah yeah of course of course we should go film this so what we'll do is if you are interested in that trip make sure to reach out to us on instagram Send us a DM or send us a recording or whatnot. If you're interested in doing that, let us know. We'll try and work it out. We'll reach out to Hale and, and all that. Speaking of which, shout out to Hale. He, uh, him and I have been talking a lot recently. Really good dude. Um, so, yeah, reach out to us. See if you're interested. And if there's enough demand for it, let's put something on the books. Yeah. Oh, there will be plenty of demand. I hope yeah. so. There will be. It's, it, the, the, the added benefit of being on a boat going to Clemente is you get to go to a place that is untouched yeah. for kayak fishing. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, you got Benny and Randy Spicer and all these other guys going out there to take a look and see it. But you're not going to have kayak guys go out there. 
So, and that's the beauty of it is like, you don't have to fight over space. Well, You're not going to have to battle with other kayakers. It's going to be you. Right. Yeah. Because and unless you do a mothership trip, there's no kayakers out there. So yeah, that's the only way to do it. Get right up in that kelp, start punching kelp. Let's you, do it. you will be blown away. We actually, actually, for people to get an idea how it's like, we did a, a, a Hobie Outdoor Adventures TV show over there. Yeah. And you can watch uh, Morgan and Matt Florentino, Morgan Prominence and Matt Florentino, going at it on kayaks right there at San Clemente where probably anyone's going to get dropped off on a kayak. It is just insane. I was on the boat that took Morgan and the cameraman and while they're fishing, um, and Randy Spicer is on the other boat who towed out um, or brought out the boat for Matt Florentino. Man, I was sitting there. You don't see it on video, but I was slaying sheephead. <laughs> I was. I mean, it was every drop, and I was all by myself on the boat. I didn't. I anchored. I didn't move. I was. It was every drop for two and a half hours. They started coming up to the boat and looking at me. Like it was twenty feet down, I was like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> I could pick them out, and like, I was it was wild, man. That place is loaded. Let's oh do it. Gosh. Let's take the slow pitch my, over there. And I've caught my personal a uh, slow pitch would be deadly. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I caught my personal best calico over there in the rocks um, on a cold sniper jerk bait, the mm-hmm. one seventy in the green mac pattern, uh, in like April, May, or I, I was looking for tuna, and the winter got so bad we just tucked up in the island through there for one hour and then beat it. It was like an eight and three quarter or something pound, you know, it was, yeah. uh, or eight and like, yeah, eight, 8.75 pound, mm-hmm. uh, calico. It fights like a grouper and yeah. you're in 20 feet of water. Like <laughs> it, and you see it hit and you're like, whoa, like, and it happens all too often there. Mm-hmm. And then there's yellows that run through there. Yeah. So, yeah. Good size well, yellows. I'm serious. If we, if everything works out and all that stuff, we all got to go. Yes. Let's, sure. uh, Let's get with Hale and so, let's figure out some pricing on it. And like I it. said, while you are liking us on Instagram and sharing the page so we can get up to 500 to uh, to give away this Komodo, if you are interested in, in doing this trip, let us know. Send us a DM and all that. Send, and Send us an email on the yeah. on the website. Send us an email. Get, get, get a hold of us, basically. Um, we will try and make that happen. Or with Hale. Yeah. You can also get in touch with Hale. Yeah. Yeah. AP Sport Vision. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked just li- listening to it. Kevin question for you. Do you have an extra kayak for me? I actually have enough kayaks for all three of us. Okay. I got, I got a PA 14 out there. Right. I, I no. I'm probably going to roll with the compass. I okay. compass with a Bixby and I'm going to be zipping. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a lot of times where those yellows are breezing and it's like, yeah. And that's coming. That, that time's coming very soon. Mm-hmm. And if we can line it up, we're gonna if there's a if it happens like it's gonna happen every year, mm-hmm. we might have like just this crazy videos of like breezers, three football fields long, wow, mm-hmm. twenty five to forty pounders. It happens, and yeah. the only way you can really sneak in on it is with a yak because those fish are really boat sensitive. How mm-hmm. steady is the uh, the compass? It's pretty good. I mean, it's my tournament boat, I, and I've been doing it for a long time, and I'm not unstable on that platform. It's 34 inches wide, so it's... And the PA is, what, 36? No. Uh, the 1438. Is it 38? Yeah. It's a big... It's a beast. I'm afraid I'll roll over on the <laughs> compass. No, no, you'll be fine. Well, but the I PA do need is good. to get with you, though, on a Bixby. Yes. 
It, I was using it yesterday when I was fishing La Jolla. I was standing and just looking around, looking for fish. I found breezers that way, and I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have a Bixby. So all day. Let's talk about a Bixby here for a few minutes. Sure. What is the what's the lifespan for the use of a battery on the Bixby? How how what can I expect out of it for the day? So it depends on what you're gonna do. Uh, if you're going full speed all day, you're not gonna get all day. You're right. going to get an hour and a half to two hours tops. Okay. That's full speed. And right. you're going on a PA about five miles an hour. Okay. So it's fast. Um, if you're going to be taking the edge off of pedaling, which is what I like to do, you can go, you know, setting four or setting three, like I was doing yesterday as well and the day before. And you can do that all day, 12 hours, like eight, eight okay. to 12 hours. No problem. Depends on like. It, it, it's it's a lot of depending like it, you can never really give someone a gauge because current and wind and all this other stuff plays a factor a greasy day in the bay shoot like it's gonna be no problem okay um but it it's all dependent on how much you're gonna throttle up throttle down um reverse like there's a lot going on in there the bottom line is um if you're planning on going out there and zipping around all day you're gonna want two batteries you can always just swap batteries and the batteries are pretty reasonably priced for lithium, you know, ion, uh, lithium, iron phosphate batteries. Um, and the, the motor and the motor comes with a battery too in the package. So it's 1199 for you getting a motor and a battery remote, the kill switch, everything charger. Um, uh, and I put mine off the rear. Like people ask me, what about mounting it? I put mine off the rear and I pedal with it at the same time as I'm using it. So it's the e-bike kind of concept where you're taking gotcha. the edge off, going longer distances, not having to pedal so hard, not being tired at the end of the day. Or if you go longer distance and come back, you can cover more water that way. Um, I stand. I'm not pedaling at all, and I'm just looking around. Um, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of nuances about the the motor that make it really uh, an asset that's nothing that you've ever had before. So <clears throat> what I'm gonna need from you then. Is a price on the motor sure. package mm -hmm. and the bracketry that I'm going to need to put it off the back. Bracketry. Yes. We'll get the back bracketry. <laughs> <laughs> it's really uh, easy. Whatever I need to. No holes. You don't need to drill any holes. Right. Just uh, give me a price on what I'm going to need to put it off the back of my PA 14. Right now? Well, whenever you get oh, a chance. Oh, okay. Okay. Whenever you get yeah, a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, for someone that's trying to do it on a PA 14. The, the motor is eleven ninety nine retail, and then you know we're getting up to the the mounting options. I believe is two eighty nine for that's if you're getting the mounting the power pole mount and the uh, the 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 Hobie power pole plate together. So I mean, uh, it, I don't know if I need any of that, but you do if you're going off the rear for a PA fourteen. Oh, so that you've got to have that. You don't have to have the power pole itself, but you got to have that bracket that takes it. Yes, because okay. it's using the pattern of a pro yeah. or a power pole. I was uh, I was informed that uh, we're getting a pool and not a boat this year. So, well, then you're going to need a motor for <laughs> yeah. your kayak. Yes, exactly. That's you know a pool now is probably a really good time. It's getting a hundred degrees out here. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I just too. got that. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing though. It's like these pool guys are. They're backed up. We, if we signed papers today, I bet you it wouldn't be until next summer we were swimming. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's the industry that I'm in with our pebble and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Dang. Well, you're going to be sweating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you so, got to go fishing more then. Yeah. So, yeah. I 
need to get with you and get in the motor and get that out. It, I tell you, you know, I, I'm not trying. I'm a salesman, so I'm. I think that I'm alright at it, you know. And I try to pitch people on it, but I I fish it, I you know. You and I'm not trying to tell people that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread for no reason. Right. Um. You know, I tournament fish. I'm able to get places I, I faster than I've ever been. I'm not tired. Um, I'm actually okay with going La Jolla for 16 hours and I'm like not exhausted, you know? So, um, it is one of those things that everyone eventually is going to have for, for kayak fishing. So with the mounting off the back, is there a, a pull cord to bring it up and down, trim it and not, well, not trim it as in a boat sense, but to bring it up and put it in the water. Yes. And you're not really going to come out of the water at all after you launch. So only time you need to just That's drop it is what my concern was. Yeah. You're only going to use it once to drop it and then, and then you pull it up. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And I okay. put mine all the way in full throttle before I drop it. So it locks into the collar. So people kind of struggle with that and try to say it doesn't slam in. It doesn't do whatever you start it out of the water. You go full speed and you hear the thing. Yep. And then you sl- you drop in the water and the thing slams right into the collar and you don't have it. Full around. speed in reverse. No, no, forward, forward. forward? Okay. Yeah, because in reverse, think okay, about yeah, it. It would so, want to come out of the water. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's so it's got to be forward all the way to setting 12. You'll hear it, and then you just kind of slam it in. Make sure you're not going to run into a boat in front of you or something. <laughs> and then uh, having having almost been there, I'll tell you, just make sure you don't have a boat in front of you. And then uh, you're good to go. And, uh, you're, and then the other thing is a weed guard, okay, because there's eelgrass out there. Yes, there is. I'm going to show you a photo really quick while we're doing this because <laughs> I took a photo – I was so blown away by how effective this weed guard was at keeping eelgrass out. You got to have one. Every, every Bixby owner is actually in around here is going to want one. Check this out. The one on the right is without and the one on the left or sorry, one on the yeah, the left is no weed guard or with weed guard. All day, hmm. all day, I had to clean out the one without a weed guard twice. The other one, I never picked up out of the water. I came back in the launch like that. Huh. Night and day, huh? Yeah, it is. Big time. It's it's literally there's gunk and, and grass in the one without the Wii Guard, and then one with wow. the Wii Guard, there's nothing. I mean, well, I, was, Especially I was impressed. For Mission Bay, you're really going to need that. Yeah, yeah, Mission in La Jolla right now. Man, it's terrible with the grass right now. There's just so much weird current going on. So you have you launched from the beach with that thing? Of course, yeah. Power through the waves? Oh, you mean uh, using it? No, no, I, I don't do that because... Uh, do you paddle or do you pedal? I pedal. Okay. And I don't really... It, it actually... I, I could if the, if the surf's really bad to get out when it's like, oh, crap, here it comes. Yeah. And I just timed it wrong. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I use it coming in more, you know, for, for real. I do like, I definitely get on the backside of a wave, a pedal with it. And I never, I used to pedal and then I'd always have to be like, uh Oh, can't beat the wave. Can't right. keep up with it. Now with the motor and pedaling, you can actually like go on the backside and keep up with it. It's really neat. Nice. So, and it, it's not going to kill you either. You're not going <laughs> to be super worn out when you get in. Um, so yeah, you know, not to over pitch a sale. I'm just saying, um, well, if I'm going to buy it, I'm buy it from you. Yeah, or, try, or go to a demo it at any one of the retailers that sell Hobies down here. There's Pure Water Sports, Fastlane, OEX, uh, Nomad Ventures. Like These guys have it in store. Look at it. Try it. Uh, it is super awesome. Steve had one on his kayak before he got rid of it and loved it. 
Yeah. And he used to make me mad that he'd pull away as I'm pedaling. Right. And he's, you know, but he would do the same thing you did. He would just the assist the pedaling, but still what a difference it makes. It's, it's, um, something that you can't get an appreciation for until you have it. Right. Really bottom line. Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm planning on, if we go to, to, you know, these mothership trips, I'm going to have a motor on my boat. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hale, I'm pretty sure you're probably listening. Let's uh, let's work on that, man. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those things that you know the Islander does it already. They've been yep. doing it for years before that. I think the Q105 occasionally did it out there, but it was more of a, a Cedros thing when they did have it when that boat was in commission. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the limited amount of people that actually do something like that makes that place so much more amazing. Right. So. Um, I, and I don't think people are going to do this a lot because it's, it is, um, there's some work to it. It is definitely a work thing. Uh, you have to be okay with the price as a customer because yeah. you just got to know this is not a normal sport fishing trip. There's especially mm, limited to four people. Yes. So food alone, fuel alone and yep. the labor, you know, man, it's going to be worth it. Uh, you're just not going to be able to get to this place without it. So, right. yeah, right. I think, um, I mean, it's just a unique experience, too, mm-hmm. to fish off a mothership trip. You just mentioned that the Islander offers it every year, which those trips tend to send, sell out pretty fast. fast. Extremely fast. With, you know, the potential, and <laughs> uh, I, I hate to be planning for Hale and his boat and his operation, <laughs> but, I mean, if, if things work out and we come away with a lot of footage and all that, I think there would probably be a huge demand next year. That, the, oh, actually, this year. This year, um, yeah. You know, the fishing's going to be unbelievable. The less amount of other fish to be caught because tuna fish are here, the more that Clemente goes off. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's already here. The tuna's here. It's going to be the same thing as last year, more than likely, if not better. We keep talking about it over and over again on each podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yellowtail are going to be untouched, and when that happens, anyone that's on Clemente fishing out of kayaks just going to be milking it you know you have to yeah. put that put that uh, big speed motor in reverse to hold them back yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's gonna do anything <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the uh the uh other thing that's out there um that you know is on most people's list is uh sea bass of course oh uh, um, yeah that's definitely sea every bass. year that's on the list but big halibut oh Man. And you can actually get them on our officials there pretty good. So yeah. you gotta, you just gotta be ready. A slow pitch jig is great for um, trying to get both of those. Uh, when you're slow pitch jigging in Clemente too, you could be in anywhere from like 30 feet all of a sudden down to 150 on the back, right. on the lee side. So it's like, or even on backside too. So you just have a range of utility there, and you gotta have one there for sure um, because you're just gonna want to be able to fish a variety of different depths immediately. Yeah. Yep. Um, Big baits we talk about with Cedros too. Like it's basically like Cedros, but a more close version of it. Not nearly as good. Wow, Cedros was good, but like mm-hmm. the Clemente idea is is pretty much it's spot on. It's very much similar. Um, so everything you do for Cedros, you do there. Yeah. So a lot of beach fishing. I'm excited. We uh, started this episode thinking it was all about slow pitch, and now we're ending it with a kayak mothership trip. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I got. I mean, there's gonna be so many opportunities for trips this year. I don't know yeah. where I'm gonna. St- I, I still have to fish tournaments too. So it's like, where do I? Where do I? And I still have to do CCA stuff. You You're know? gonna be busy. 
we're all busy. Yeah. Speaking Very. of CCA, man, let's uh, we got that new membership charter on the El Dorado mm. for the IE chapter. Yeah, May sixth and seventh, yeah. overnight trip on the El Dorado on the Eldo. I think the price is two seventy five. Yes, it is for that, and that includes a CCA membership too. Yeah. Wow. Sponsored by Okuma. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's going to be some goodies. Going to be some goodies given goodies, out. Goodies, raffle, and all that stuff. And Darren, you've been on. You know, both of you, I think, have been on CCA charters and all that. Yeah, they're super fun. Super fun. There, there's not that one guy that we all know that right. sticks in the corner and all that. Everyone's generally friendly and and all that. It's going to be fun. I this know. Is. Last year we were on the Fury on an overnight trip out to SCI, and that was pretty cool. Um, Darren, you weren't there, but we don't. You know, don't get me wrong. We still. Uh, Talked a whole bunch of crap about you, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun trip. Well, there's still room available. Um, we uh, we need to fill this boat. We want to fill this boat and get uh, as many people as possible as CCA members. And by going out, literally going out and fishing with us, you become a member. There might even be a potential for some bluefin. I'm thinking, huh? Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Is it gonna be a Coronado trip? Uh, you know? well, it's out of Long Beach on the oh, Long Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Probably be so. a, a rockfish deal. Could be rockfish, it could be bass. Yeah, it's a free, they label it as a freelance. So wherever it's gonna, wherever the fish are gonna be biting, it could be SCI. Could be, could be, could be a squid thing, maybe. Who yeah, knows? It's, huh? it's, a, it's an overnight. So actually, May's a really good the, month uh, for that. The yeah. la- the last time that I fished the El Dorado on an overnight, we went to San Nick. Yeah, I was gonna say San. Really? Nick. Yeah. And I, yeah, the rock fishing was great. With what bait? Just anything. Uh, actually, it was uh, what did we use? We had some squid and we had some cut bait. Was the it current, insane? It was insane. The, a few of us tried to throw some jigs, but the current up there was just out of control. And we had a group on the boat that uh, was fishing for the first time, didn't understand that you got to walk the rail, walk the rail, don't mm-hmm. stop in the corner. And they yeah. stopped in the corner and everyone got tangled and got to the point where we just slipped over and. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I mean, it was all reds and sheephead, and I biggest mean, probably sheep, biggest sheephead I caught in my life. Like how big? Was it that 15 big? Fifteen pounds. That's pretty big, on the squid. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Yes, they love that squid. <laughs> San Nick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I know it's a little bit of a different episode this week. I know we like to change things up. No special guests, except just an old friend like Kevin. So it's uh, it's been it's been unreal like to switch it up every now and then. I know every week, and we still have plenty of other guests to come. Um, and we have a whole list of uh, people that are already scheduled for this podcast along with the CCA podcast. So. Yeah, and uh, and they can listen to all these episodes um, between Doc Talk and CCA on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Great place to go and, and just subscribe and become part of the family and, and really try to support what we're doing here. Um, the amount of information that's being just on a weekly basis provided to anyone for free is awesome. And you, you're going to take away more than just that. Hopefully you take away a Komodo, yeah. uh, Akuma Komodo reel and, um, be able to, you know, go fish it on one of those trips coming up. So go fish it with the OCT jig. When we give that out at five Oh one, it might be slightly used. But just, just FYI, <laughs> <laughs> that avocado uh, color is very, very sexy. Is that the so. one you were using the other day, on the on mm-hmm. uh, up in uh, PB? No, and stuff? I was using the yellow. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yellow. I think Jeff calls it the cannibal. For That's the cat, right. for the bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, 
guys, this has been super, super fun. I know, you know, not to speak from Darren and Kevin, but I personally have been having a blast recording these episodes um, for all of you, with all of you, and with Darren and Kevin. So thank you guys so much for, for making it what it is. We definitely want to grow this community, though. I know um, any opportunity, every chance you get, we're trying to grow our Instagram page. Get up to 500. We're, uh, we're getting there. We're getting pretty close to it. Uh, make sure you go share the podcast, share the Instagram page. Help us grow a little bit and um, more giveaways to come. More I'm, giveaways, yeah. I'm thinking the next one probably be like a mystery box. Mm. I'm sure you're looking at me, so you're looking at me <laughs> no, like I'm going to be providing no, some stuff. No, that, that's, that's probability. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, hey, is the next one. So that's be- is that a thousand? The next one? I would I, say so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get this Komodo reel done. Let's get a 500. Yes. Let's get a stamp on that. And then I'll go ahead and get you some something for a uh, thousand. Okay, not, not just you, but I mean, we'll we'll probably throw it in a couple different things. Nope. In there. If it's for a thousand, it's my stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not my personal stuff. It's the, it's <laughs> the brands. It's the brands I rep for. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Warbaits we'll, Kicker Submission Fishing Company. Yeah, so see, there, there's a good mystery box right there. You don't know what you're gonna get. A little bit of this. And and I that. think it's gonna be awesome. So and yeah, make sure they. You, everyone's got to get up to that 500 right away. Yep. Let's yeah. do it, guys. And Kevin, we'll have to have all those guys on the podcast eventually. Oh, they're they're game. They're fair game. Uh, you know the. When you're talking about like a local business that's yes. in fishing, it's <laughs> Warbaits is most is notorious and most notable you, for what they've done over you, the years. You know Afrin better than any of us in this room, and I've uh, I've asked Afrin if he'd want to come on, and he's ah, oh, it's not my thing, not my thing. Don't shut don't he? But, he, but <laughs> I want him. I want him to be on. I, be I, on. I like Afrin. Afrin's we'll a great dude. Oh he's yeah, a great dude. The guy's from Kicker. Yeah, Brandy. Yep. Yeah, Brandy's gonna be. Uh, he 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 definitely. I, he he is just such a good fisherman. He has so much yeah. wealth of knowledge to spill. When you talk about Clemente, I, I mean, there's between Benny Florentino or the Florentinos, yeah. Um, yeah. Matt and Benny, Captain Benny and, and uh, Matt Florentino, um, man, and Randy Spicer and Jimmy Decker, Eric Lansfeen. I, I mean, just, like I just bought those. Uh, Randy posted those new kicker 15 jigs the surface irons i think mm-hmm. in that mint gold color or the you like that i got it tied on in the car oh, not no. the 15 to 25 though i just got a couple oh you did yep Can't where'd you get it. those from randy oh yeah, yeah. all right wow secret yeah. secret not the <laughs> wait, you're not wait, talking about the, you, you the could... foil version are you no no okay but i was yeah. gonna say you got something but he doesn't. I do, I don't have the. Actually, I have one fifteen. <laughs> the rep doesn't have it yet. I have twenty five. <laughs> I have a twenty five. So I'm throwing right now for yellows. That's yeah. that's nice. a good color. Yeah. I like, nice. I like that dodo color that they have. In the yeah, it's so bright. Yeah. It's different. It's not like a fade out color. It's like legit. Looks like a dorado. You know. Yeah. Lit up one. Then he's got the the tetrafoil, which is the the purple and blue with the mm. gold back. Like that thing looks super cool. He's got the heavies and all these colors. Yep. Um, not to mention the pickle kicks and pickle all that. kicks. Yeah. 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 There right now, like I shoot, do we need to end this podcast since you did a conclusion already? No, <laughs> let's keep going. So the neck breaker from war baits, um, has just been, wow is the word I've never seen so much of a cult following that has exploded in demand. We can't keep those things on shelves. When they first came yeah. out, I ordered a bunch. I got some in my in my on my shelf out there, and I just haven't had a chance to use them. Holy smokes, they work! Uh, so a whole new action to a swim bait. 
It, well, it's the head, man. This That's thing, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the swim bait is part of it. The the so so people have to kind of think about this. But you do you fish chatterbaits? Do you know what chatterbaits all about? I know what chatterbait is. Okay, so it doesn't make any sound except for the vibration in water, which could be you know it's it's got sound waves, it's got vibration, right. whatever. The way this neck breaker works is it's counterbalancing itself the whole time. Mm-hmm. So yep. as you have a boot tail bait, like a pickle kick five, right yeah. on a three quarter ounce or a half ounce neck breaker head, the boot's going to want to shift the swim bait to the side because there's so much drag, but it has to rotate back at some point because there's the hooks being held on by the weight of the head. Yes. So what ends up happening is it rocks, it twists like you're taking a row or a, you're ringing out close. Yes. And the thing rotates and underwater, you can only imagine what that's sounding like to a fish. It's like a subtle chatterbait. Nothing has ever been out there that does this. That plus the kick of the paddle tail. People talk to me too and they're, yeah, exactly. Well, it's their hand in hand. Yes. They're hand in hand. Yep. So people are talking to me like, oh, well, this kind of idea has been out there. You got like the swing head from uh, with a football head. It doesn't do that. It does not have the counter at no. balance of the swim bait head. So the head is what makes it do this. And if the football head was turned 90 degrees, you might get the same action out, but I doubt it. You, you can't because it's, it's the, it's not, it's the V shape of that. Exactly. It's the, it's the water being dragged over the, um, it's all in the head. design of the head. That's it. That's it. So the other thing is you get this weedless factor and, yeah, that- and Wow. You can go through grass with a three-quarter ounce head in six <laughs> feet of water. Who would have ever thought? And not wow. have a bunch of grass. But it's it's amazing for getting spotties to react. They do not know what's going on because no baits go through there without getting a bunch of grass and being turned off. You can get this bait going right through the grass. You end up in, in a, being in a hole. The thing comes up, snipes it right when it passes through, and you're on. And you don't have grass. Right. Every single cast. Rarely will I have a grass blade, a blade, one blade. It's rare. Like yeah. maybe one in every 20 casts. No joke. So if you can't find them, you just got to tell your retailer, go talk to that Kevin Nakata guy. <laughs> I need more neck breakers because yeah. we will get you neck breakers. We're going to make sure all the shops are fully stocked as we get into the season. We're working hard. Pickle kick fives too. like ask for that. Uh, those swim baits. Um, you know, uh, they just are so durable. It's a great swim bait to be able to use. And they do have a different feel as far as like the rubber and the texture. The colors are great. Baby bass is a great yep. color with the, um, a half ounce to three quarter ounce neck breaker head. Don't go any lighter with that pickle kick five. You want to get in the grass, especially if you're from a kayak, get even heavier. So that's just my, my how I, long before. Afrin puts a blade on those neck breakers. They, well, people are doing it. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. They're putting a swivel on the eye of the neck breaker head with a blade underneath it, and it does that. <sighs> or they've been then. This is uh, Randy in, um, and uh, Ninja Cowboy Vinny invention was they put on this uh, chatterbait blade that has a little lock on it, and I believe you've seen it enough in some Instagram stories for people to understand that it's a v- available product. Right. Slap that thing right on the eye of that, that um, neck breaker. And you have like this ridiculous vibration thing going on. I don't use it. 
I like that subtle thing. Right. Um, and I just believe in that. That that's just the the juice I just, for me. I, I like a bladed jig. I really do. It, it it will swim through all the cover that you never could with a regular right. chatterbait. Yeah. Um, there's just uh, something to that weedless design that just is really different. And I know it's it looks so simple to people. They're like, oh, well, this is you know just a Texas rig with a weight mm. peg. Dude, it does not do the same no. thing. It's just not the same thing. It's way different. It's way better. Um, you just got to pick up a pack and try it. And now you see people like there's Afrin's probably, and we talk about it a lot. He is overwhelmed with people using this lure. Well, I'm sure it's ridiculous what they're producing, and it's not just spotties. It's sand bass. It's yeah. calicos. It's largemouth. Like it's in halibut, and and it's gonna be more. It's just getting started. So. It's a really good product. It's really cheap for a lot of people. It's, uh, you know, 10 bucks for two heads and hooks included and rings. Um, and you're going to be part of that neckbreaker clan that's just happening right now, you know? Anyways. Um, I'm fired up. Weren't we supposed to be ending with this you know, podcast like 15 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, let's, uh, let's get you out of here, man. Any uh, final thoughts, Kevin? Uh, check me out. Uh, I'm on Instagram, fishing underscore rep. Um, I'm out there in the field. I'm at shops. Uh, I'm not trying to do, I'm at CCA meetings. I'm at CCA events. You're I'm at this on podcast. I'm on the podcast, CCA podcast. I'm in here with doc talk. Uh, I'm trying to be out there with everyone else that's in the community. So my goal is to basically, I want to be bigger part of the community. I spent nine and a half years inside of a corporate office just to watch it go by and not be part of it more. So I'm here I'm trying to be part of it. Um, I'm getting in there. I'm winning tournaments now. What? What? Leading, yeah. spo- leading spotty bowl. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Overall. So I got beat by Brian with 70 inch, 78 inch limit though. But I had 74 inches. He beat oh, me by wow. 78. Oh, Dude went geez. crazy on us. Crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Next time. Fishing underscore rep. Cool. Well, guys, that is going to be it for this week's episode. Like I said, a little bit of a different uh, episode this week, but uh, super, super fun as always. So what we're, what your homework is, if you are interested in the mothership trip, be sure to reach out to us to on Instagram or the website or wherever. Also, make sure you help us grow that Instagram page as well. We're trying to get to 500 so we can give away that Komodo to one of, or, uh, one of you who are following us and what else, Darren? I think that was it. I think that's it. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, if you love fishing as much as we do, make oh. sure you become a member of CCA. And subscribe to the podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Let us know how we're doing. Um, you know, we're just pretty much all normal guys just trying to make a podcast work. And I'm, you know, like I said before, I'm having a, a blast doing this with yeah, you guys. Yeah, that's fun. So, Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We are super grateful that you're listening to us and you uh, spend your time listening to us. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at podcast.doctalk. That's our Instagram page, along with our website at doctalkpodcast.com. I'm Chris. That's Darren. We will see you guys next week. Thank you so much.